But I don't agree with any woman that thinks that it's okay to kiss another woman's man. Even when they're dying? Hot damn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't do that. Especially not your best friend. And especially if you've already been through this. But like, if she's dead, <laughs> will it really matter? Yes. Thank you, Jeanette. Yes, it would. Because I'm a hate bitch from the grave. Like, oh, you just... God. In our binging of CW, WB turned CW series One Tree Hill, which is a story about two brothers in a small town who share the same father who grew up with different mothers and they both play basketball. Because ball is life. Ball is life. Um, and in this case, it is death. Um, <laughs> well, actually, I guess it kind of was. It was Ball's fault. Lucas it and was Matt got involved in the ball, the... and they left, and that's why. So ultimately, we can blame it on Ball. So that's what we're just going to call the rest of the season Ball is Death. Mm, that's kind of depressing. <laughs> it is depressing. It's life and death. Yeah. Ball is the complete circle. Um, and currently, we're discussing, obviously, you can't tell, we're discussing season three of One Tree Hill, which is the last season tear on the WB. Last week we covered the very special episode with tired eyes, tired minds, tired souls. We slept where Jimmy Edwards brought a gun into the school. Things got intense and it ended with Dan pointing a gun at Keith and he shot him. Yep. So this week we're talking about episode 17, Who Will Survive and What Will Be Left of Them? Jeanette? Oh, I'd love to read this. All right, this episode was written by Mark Schwann, directed by John Asher, and it originally aired March 29, 2006. Two deaths. Oh, wow, that's actually almost the anniversary. Uh, March 29th was like last, or two weeks ago. Like, we watched it almost right around the anniversary. I guess so, yeah. Huh. Anyway, anyway cool. interesting. Go ahead. Um, two deaths, many lives shattered. Students and parents grapple with the tragedy that has stunned Tree Hill. Inconsolable Karen blames Lucas, and Dan is haunted by specters of himself and Keith as children. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Crazy stuff. Um, this episode kind of dealt with the aftermath of what happened, so we can kind of just talk about the very beginning, and then we can break it down in the stages that it presented it to us, right? Yes. I think um, that would be perfect. So, Jeanette, 
Your assessment was right. Keith is dead. He is stone dead. <laughs> dead, dead, dead. How do you feel about that? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I hate that, but I knew he was. it was going to happen. I mean, Dan would have, you know. He wanted him dead. He killed him. I told you guys at the end of season three that there might, I mean, in season two, there might be dead. He did. So just well, I was a little optimistic. You were. I was totally I was, not. I was so, even through the beginning of this episode. And you I, thought, because we've seen like a dream sequence funeral before. Yes, for we Dan. did. That's we did. Right. We did. I forgot yeah. about that. Where Keith was there in his shade. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he had his little climbing. I was like, what the I know. I was like, bye bye, Uncle Daddy. Uh, I do feel, I feel horrible that he is gone. But we see this flashback, right? And all of a sudden, they made Dan Scott a sociopath. They did. Like, just out of nowhere, left field, now Dan Scott is a sociopath. Because he sings a ghost? Because he killed that bird as a kid. He was like the first time that someone was like, it just felt I forgot about that. Like he was like the bird was weak. Was weak. Yeah. Yes. When there was a, you know, there was a chance they could nurse the bird back to health, yes. but then he just up and killed it. Yeah, this is little brother. Like he's just like sitting there, and it's like, oh, I think he's injured. It's a raven too. How symbolic, raven. right? Yeah, right. And it's like, oh, you know, we can help him. <laughs> we'll nurse him back to health. And Dan's just like, plop. It was weak. He's Which is like, crazy because they seemed really about the same age when Dan was still getting picked on. I mean, I think they're still the same age. So I'm just like, that's a drastic shift. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, oh, you're talking about from... like From the, being, I need my big brother, Keith, oh, to help, to, to be, you know, mm-hmm. that, that big brother. And so all of a sudden, but, he was weak. Yeah. Him, you know, so that's yeah. what I'm like. It just felt kind of out of nowhere. Like, yeah. Dan has always been kind of a murderous little treacherous wretch. I wonder what happened Something happened that way. Yeah. Maybe it was always getting picked on? I don't know. It just, Maybe. It just felt, like, for me, it just always feels like such a a turn of a switch, you know, to just Mm -hmm. throw this out there and be like, we want to show you, like, it probably was like, oh, we know we're going to get a big reaction from Dan shooting Keith, you know, no matter how evil Dan is, he'd never be a murderer, so let's add something in there to show that he murdered something before, you know what I mean? Right. And it just felt like an afterthought, like, oh, we need to make it acceptable story-wise for what Dan did, so let's add this part in versus, like, having it come... Having it been there before, we it's something we've seen before, and mm-hmm. then it led up to this moment. You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it it does. Does. I don't know if I would thought that far on that. I, like I didn't, not watching it. Oh, but I've also seen this like four times. Did you think that far? Like, no, that I, was, I, I did not. I did. Oh, I, but you just said it was weird, though. Well, it was weird, but only because you brought it up. To be honest with you, I forgot that even happened. <laughs> And I wrote it down. (laughs) I wrote it down, but I really forgot that it had like my mind wasn't on it. Mm. You know, I assumed that they just did the flashback because of the ghost and of the kid, because it's all that you saw. You never saw the ghost of Keith, of course, because obviously the character's gone. But you know, you saw the kid's ghost. Yeah. So that's what I assumed. Who am I? Well, so then who is this? Dan and Karen. Um, what did I do? Well, Dan's like having that flashback, and right. Lucas is putting the dirt on the grave, but it's Dan's oh, yeah. turn in the dirt. And I wrote down, this is a funeral. Why the fuck is Rachel there? Who invited her? Right. Like, she was standing behind her next to Matt. I'm like, did you even know, Keith? Why are you here? Who invited you? I thought that was weird. Man, I did. I don't know. I'm crazy. But again, even up to this point, I still thought it wasn't Keith. 
Because it wasn't until the next line when the pastor or whoever was there was just like, you Who know. Who do you think it was? I, I really thought Maybe it, it was, was Jimmy Edwards. And I was just like, and I thought something had happened. Like I really mm-hmm. thought, I was like, well, maybe they've all had a, a epiphany and they're all are there. And it wasn't until he was just like, oh, dear brother Keith. And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like damn. I was like, okay, so wait a minute. I was like, no, wait, yeah, this is for real. And I was like, this is for real. Yeah, because the pastor starts talking about the stages of grief. Or somebody's talking about the stages of grief, right? Yeah. yeah. And then Dan sees little Keith, like, running around the grave. And I'm like, oh, great. Now he's going to see ghosts. Yeah. Well, no shit, Dan. <laughs> you murdered someone? You don't think you're going to be haunted by somebody? Oh, at least you're conscious. Like, you just... You don't think that was going to affect you in certain ways? And then he still has the audacity to put dirt on the grave. And I'm he just did. like... He did. And not even look like broken up about any of it. Like, I'm just like, you are. Like, okay, here's my question at this point. Do you think that Dan is redeemable after this? No. Could you He's ever forgive Dan? To hell. Damn. <laughs> oh my God. He <laughs> is. He killed oh his God. brother. Oh my so, gosh. Do you feel like, at this point, do you feel like you could ever forgive Dan Scott as a character? No. Jimmy? I don't know. Like, I feel like I, I would want to at some point. I just don't know if I would. Like, I, I definitely would want to. Because now we know Keith is, in the, Keith is dead. So I'm just like, how, how are your feelings changed? Like, Dan has always been the villain we love to hate. But do we just hate him? I hate or him. Or do we love Dan? He ruined everyone's lives. He did. He did. He and definitely around did. Keith, you know, yeah. Lucas, Karen, man. Whitey. Why, we'll get to that later now. But about really? Yeah. I just... I don't know. He he's gonna. I think he's gonna have a mental breakdown and end up maybe harming himself in a certain way. I don't know. Cause I think of it as myself. Like I'm like, if somebody I knew murdered somebody I knew, like yeah. could I forgive that? Like I don't know. Like I just, I would have a hard time. Oh Lord Jesus! Talk about like prayer. just thinking about it. It just makes it. I'm like. I want to say I could be a good person and forgive, and, and, right, like, but I'm just like, I don't know. You know what I mean? I just don't know. Like, if, Especially if it was somebody that was important to me as like right. Keith was important to like Lucas yeah. and Karen. Mm-hmm. Well, no one knows that this Dan murdered him. <laughs> they don't. And I'm like, I'm really just praying and hoping that there were some cameras or something in the school. No or, cameras, remember? They, they mentioned that. Anything. They mentioned that. Oh, that's right. Unless one of the kids looked down the hall and saw, but I, I don't, I think no I'm one knows. No one thing. knows. Like, I maybe, he'll break, like said, maybe he'll break down think, and confess. I don't think he is. Well, we can talk a little bit. Let's talk about, bit. I got something to say when we get there. Okay, about what? So the first, okay. We gotta get there. Okay. That's the first stage. You want to talk about the first stage? Let's go with the first stage. First stage. So the first stage is denial. So mm-hmm. have you ever dealt with death? And kind of, when you dealt with death, do you feel like you went through the five stages? I've always been curious because I, I don't know if I ever went through the five stages. No. I did. I did. I think I went through sadness. I don't think I went through anger. I think I just went to sadness and then it's just acceptance. I don't, I mean, I, I guess you really do when you say, like when somebody tells you somebody's dead and you're like, no, you're, you know, I guess you could count that as denial, but I don't know if I've ever really gone through all five of the stages and I've lost people that have been close to me and I think I've just, I've been upset and I've been sad and then I, mm-hmm. I accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of my situation too. No, I, I, I remember sitting at my grandmother's funeral like, mind your hell, her damn wake was on my birthday. So she, her funeral was literally the day after my birthday. And I remember sitting there and I remember crying and I was upset. And I remember all of these people coming around and hugging. And 
I was serious. Like my eyes were bloodshot red, but not just from crying, but I was angry. I was yeah. pissed. Like get the away from me. You didn't even like her. You never talked to us. Like it's just, I was crazy. I was crazy. I was absolutely crazy. And I went from that to being accepting of the fact that I was able to say goodbye, which most people don't get a chance to do that. And I was like, I was able to say goodbye to my grandmother. And see, like my dad, I was young. And so like I, I didn't have an idea of what was going on. You know what I mean? Like I just woke up and everybody was at my grandma's house because I was staying there, you know, because it was my weekend to stay there. And I remember him saying goodbye to me and I remember him leaving. And I remember him saying, watch after your grandma. Like, I remember all these things. And I just remember waking up the next morning and everybody's at the house. And they're trying to explain to me what's happening. And I'm just more so confused than anything else, you know. And mm-hmm. you're just like, what, you know, what do you mean he's never coming back? Or, or it's not happening, you know what I mean? And when my grandmother died, my, my grandma Jane, his mom, we had been so far isolated from her for so long. We were close when I was younger. We got so far isolated that it didn't really impact me. And my brother was the same way because we, he got so far removed from us because of the situation that when he finally started to come around again, when it was like, oh, my parents like, you know, it's okay for you to talk to him. We were working towards building a relationship, but I was so awkward and so shy around him because I didn't know him that I felt like to grieve would have been fake because I didn't, I mean, I knew him. I knew him when I was okay, younger yeah. and I knew him a little bit when I was older, but I didn't have the relationship. And then I think, with, but the one that hit me the hardest was my grandfather, the one that died recently a couple of years ago, because I've known him my whole life, you know, like, right. it, that one hurt, but I don't remember going through the five stages, you know? Right. So this episode always makes me think about that. This is the OC episode where Summer goes through the stages of grief, but hers is more lighthearted, fun. This one's kind of more, more serious, and yeah. I just, I always wonder, you know, if anybody else has, has experienced those stages, and you said that you... I mean, I was nine when my grandmother died, and I didn't really know how to handle it. And my, I remember, like, getting the news. Like, we knew it was coming. She was in the hospital. And then I, I was, like, just messing with, like, my stickers or stuff I had. My sister looked at me like, why are you doing that? Like, do you not, you know, why are you not upset? Because I wasn't, like, crying. I don't know. It was just, I was just processing it because yeah, I was yeah, little. Yeah. And then, you know, the funeral, I remember that. And I don't know. I was just so young. Then I had, like, a great aunt that died, but we weren't super close. And then my grandfather died about eight years. I think it was like 18. And, you know, I knew him all my life. And we'd seen him because he lived right down the street. And that was, that, I don't know. There was some anger in that one. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I want to so, ask a question. And I just, and I don't want to, uh, do you think that your reaction will be different if somebody's taken from you versus it happened? Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, let's say if someone was, was murdered. murdered. Like, my father, it, it, he was taken. Right. And, but I was too young to process it. So, mm-hmm. but I can only imagine that if somebody's taken from you, maybe it's a little different because you feel like their life has been cut short. Yeah, it's definitely. That you go through I think stages. that would really, really and get to me. I thought bargaining was a stage of grief. Like, I thought. No, that's a stage of... Um, when you go into rehab no, and rehabilitation, I, I remember that one. was a stage of grief. I didn't know there was maybe, maybe. How many stages did we deal with? One, two, three, four, five. They had five. We have six. We have six? Yeah. Denial, anger, fear, guilt, depression, acceptance. Hmm. So maybe depression is also bargaining? It could be. Because was it though? I just I don't know about that. I'm looking. Five stages I, I of grief. 
the Kubler Roth model. Because I've never, I've never. Yeah, the five stages of denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Yeah. So I'm assuming bargaining would be their guilt. Maybe. Because yeah. I think Lucas even said at some point it should have been me, right? Yeah, that's not really bargaining. But he did say that. Well, no, he didn't say it should have been fear. me. They did fear. He didn't fear say it should have been me. He said that um, he came back in because of me. So there's this denial, anger. They have denial, anger, bargaining, depression, acceptance. And they have denial, anger, fear, guilt, depression, acceptance. So they have six stages of grief. And not just five. They might be, there might be different models. Right. There might be. It has to be different and models. And they just maybe modified Or they, I was going to say modified it for yeah. this particular episode. But yeah, I definitely agree with that. I just, I will say that. Yeah, because it looks like when I Google six stages of grief. It comes up for Yeah, they're um, on death and dying. Her stages of grief are outlined in her book on death and dying. Originally included five phases, denial, anger, bargaining, depression, and acceptance. Today, the grief cycle could be thought of in six stages. So I'm assuming that, I mean, it probably does. Like you said, it maybe it did change. Maybe it did change or evolved into yeah. the six. And that, that, that I can see that happening. Yeah. One of these says seven, so I'm sure there's just okay. probably different yeah. methods. I've always been familiar with the five stages, right. and I always knew that it was bargaining in there, mm-hmm. and so I was kind of just interested in that. But let's talk about denial, which is the first kind of stage okay. All right. that we see One Tree Hill characters go through. <laughs> and so in this stage... Um, with Karen and Lucas? Well, yeah. Well, I mean, a lot of happens. We don't have well, to break oh, it down. We just kind ahead. of talk about go it. Ahead. Um, Junk and Fergie headlines. Who? <laughs> <laughs> and Bevin. Um, oh, yeah. Because Bevin was like, oh, they thought only two, 200 people were going to show up. 2,000 people showed yeah, up. Yeah, and then they're yeah. like, people loved Keith, you know? He yeah. gave my first job as a mechanic and all this other stuff. Yeah, yeah but you get a chance. And which was good. I didn't even know who that guy was. Who was that? Mouse or Fergie? Who was or ta- Junk or Fergie? Who was talking about giving a uh, job? Mechanic. That's Junk. That was Junk. Junk is the white guy that was part of the River Court crew that wasn't Lucas. Okay. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, the other <laughs> white guy. Another white guy. He's the one that um, a book called Garbage yeah. on the door. Oh, that's right. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, but they're like, all I, just, they were that, this is after Keith's funeral. Yeah, yeah, and then Mouth brings kind of like up, the repass. Mouth brings up Jimmy's funeral and about how people, may, or Jimmy's funeral is tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And Lucas yeah. like loses his shit on him. He TV. does. He got so defensive. He, he did. Like, do not bring up Jimmy Edwards in this house. In this yeah. house, like really? Like, yeah. We say in my mom's house. He did say yeah. this mom's house. I'm just like, okay. Um, <laughs> and so Nathan and Haley are basically emotional. Emotional. <laughs> About like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Well, because they're like, oh my god, is it? Is it? He's like, she's like, oh, because she's like, people are gonna change before they go to the house. He's like, people are definitely gonna change. It's <laughs> dramatic, much? And yeah, well, they just went through this experience right. where they guess they could have maybe died, died together. It, yeah, which would been so cute. And so he's like, I'm never gonna leave you, and I, you know, I love I'm you. Going to be safe. And <laughs> like, people, they just have sex. And, yeah. yeah, just emotional sex. Yeah, and Haley's like, we are the worst. Um, they kind of are. <laughs> and but Nathan kind of talks about how like with her the world is still and I'm like Nathan Scott is like if somebody made a dream guy <laughs> like put him into words at this point he's just too perfect this is for just words unreal right yeah now. he's yeah. like when I'm with you I feel that stillness that I felt you know back when and mm-hmm. Deb's coming home 
Yes. She couldn't make it for the funeral, but she's coming home. Right. It's like, that's kind of weird. See, that's what I think. You know, Deb's coming home. She might reveal to Dan that, hey, you know, I'm the one that tried to kill you. Mm. I'm thinking if that oh. ever comes out, Dan will be like, Ooh. wow, I killed my brother. And I then didn't have a breakdown and lose it. That's which what is, I think. That's Which would be good, actually, for him. Yeah. Would you forgive him if he has a breakdown and confesses? No. 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 I would again. I would really want to. I just don't know if I would. Would. I want do. Jimmy Edwards' name to be cleared. Yeah. That's what I want. I hate this because you know Lucas is getting so defensive, and mm-hmm. you know because yeah. everyone assumes that Jimmy Edwards did it. Yeah. Peace. And like that's not fair. You know that's yeah. not right. He did shoot Peyton though. He didn't kill the damn well, girl, even though he should have. Well, oh, my God! You! Well, anyway, he didn't kill Peyton, and that was kind of, you know, an accident. Yeah. Kind of, it was. I mean, you could tell he was shocked and scared when he shot her. Yeah. Despite that, he didn't but, kill her. But, you know, he's, you know, they think he murdered Cease, so yeah. I'm ready for justice. And, but he wants to move. Nathan wants to move in with Haley again. By the way, and I well, because he was like, I thought what I thought was interesting was like, I realized that nothing else matters but wanting to be your husband again and the time it takes to pull the trigger. And so, here's my thing. Do you? I feel like Haley's a very forgiving person, right? She right. is. And I feel like she's an optimistic person. So I feel like Haley would. I feel like if anybody wouldn't blame Jimmy for what happened, it would be like Haley. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I really wish she would talk some sense into Lucas. You know what I mean? Yeah. This is a very emotional state right now, and I'm pretty sure she's been through several things with him. And and there's certain lines you don't cross because you know that your prank can only go so far. And I'm pretty sure that's probably why you never saw, not to mention her relationship right now is, is number one. You know, but well, I mean, it's so soon. So I, I personally, I'm, I'm glad that it kind of played out that way because you wouldn't do that because that's look at how he's reacting to every other situation. You just, you don't want to be in that line of fire right now. And um, the world's worst dad, Larry, is back. Yeah. He's not that worst. He came back. He thanks Lucas for saving his girl and Peyton's on her crutches. Yes. And Brooke hasn't checked in with her because she's been busy with Karen and Lucas. <laughs> Which makes me so mad. Like, you haven't checked in with your best friend who is in the hospital. Your best friend who... Uh, but we, I think I think we kind of know why, right? Well, we can... We know, oh, well, uh, yeah. But it's like, what a shitty best friend. <laughs> well, her best friend also made out with her boyfriend once upon a time and almost had sex with him. But they are past that now, apparently. Girl, do you <laughs> ever get past that? Like, she oh, was oh, shot. God <laughs> damn. What did she say? Sorry, I haven't really checked in with you. Like, are you kidding me? Is this the you anger part? Bitch. Wait a minute. Is this, are we in anger <laughs> right I, now? <laughs> I, I would be angry. Oh, my gosh. And but, Brooke's like, I'm really glad you're, you're okay. okay. Like, how insincere. I think. You don't come you, you don't come see me. Yeah. Now I just happen to pop in on my crutches. Oh, hey. <laughs> you know, I hope you're doing okay. Oh, you, you came? I know. <laughs> oh, you made it to the field. I'm not even so like, hey, let me help you to a couch or anything. Like, I'm sorry, I haven't checked so, in. So that oh, just kind of picked me off. Um, also, I want to mention Haley said it's Haley James Scott. Always will she be. Did. I thought that was it's cute. So romantic with that. I'm them. still stuck on the fact that they don't have a job. Okay, How so, are they going to afford what the What the hell are they going to do? You need to stay. Haley works at Karen's Cafe still. She got her waitressing job back. 
great. <laughs> <laughs> Brooke doesn't have a job anymore either. She can pay the rent. Brooke's parents. She gets an allowance. Okay. I'm sure Haley's parents will send them some money. From where? Yeah, where are they? Are they, <laughs> exactly. are they do they run their RV off a cliff? I mean, are they alive? Like they're in a wilderness. <laughs> are they in a cabin in the woods forever? <laughs> do they have cell phone service? <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> the electronic banking wasn't around, so they have to know. They them. might not even know. What about Keith's parents? Oh, yeah. Where are they? Uh, where is Royal? Are they on safari still? <laughs> Do they, well, they didn't show up. We don't see not. them. I thought about that. You gotta Where think about, they? they can't afford to get everybody. But, you know, but I do think it's messed up that Rachel can be there. Are Rachel's there? <laughs> but Royal. Not the parents. Oh, great. Where's Jules? Where's Jules? Jules? Jules didn't get the word, word that her, her ex. What was her name? You mean Emily? Emily. Emily. Emily Chambers. <laughs> Maybe she'll come back. Point. Maybe she'll come back after. Oh man. Um, maybe she'll be the one to investigate and find out that Dan didn't. Mm. So at maybe. school there's maybe. a more there's a there's a there's metal detectors now. Yes. yes. And like the principal's talking about how, you know, I, I assure you I want you to feel safe. The, the, the metal detectors are here for you to feel safe. We're here to talk to you. And then there's a memorial for Jimmy Edwards. At his locker. And Brooke like is like, hey, you know, don't don't let's bother let's just go to class. And looks like, no, just give me a minute. He just walks up. And he kicks the shit, shit out of her. Just, I mean, the candle burning, yes. everything. <laughs> it you just know? looks at him like, do something. Like, he was yeah, talking about, like, what? I will well, say, Chad Michael Murray had some decent acting this episode. It was much better than what I, I've seen. Yes. I definitely would agree. It was fantastic. <laughs> like, bravo. I know. He did really well. <laughs> like, wow. But, um, um, so he's good at being angry. Yeah. yeah. And and while this is going on, it's like, you are not alone. This is our, this is your school or whatever. And so that kind of ends denial. We moved to anger. He was really creeping up on my anger. <laughs> he <just> was. <laughs> he just like. Whoosh. Oh no. Um, Karen's wedding dress material. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I was so because I'm like that was probably her happy um, happy ending. Yeah. And gone. Haley is like she's moving out. She yeah. tells Brooke that she's moving out because. She wants to be with her husband, and Brooke right. is like, you know, whenever you go, just go, because just I want go. you to be happy. Yeah. Um, and I really don't know what else to say. Peyton and Larry, and then... Larry, um... Yeah, he's helicopter no parenting, is what I put. Yeah, he's just like, I just never want to feel like that again. I've only got two calls like that in my life when my baby girl's going to the well, hospital, and I don't maybe, want that. Maybe she'll be around more. Maybe. And all of Ellie's albums... albums. Yeah, you were asking about that! So she gave them. I love his line, like, how much how much allowance am I giving you? I know, you? right? So, and she's yeah. like, well, she can't play them. Right. So then we get, like, Rachel and Lucas. Rachel sends a text and was like, this, it's like to come, or something. Does Brooke send a text or does Rachel send a text? Well, it was anonymous. Okay. It was anonymous because he didn't know who it came from. But Rachel's waiting for him and she's like, this is our school. Let me show you what's going on. She takes the why off yeah. the heels. Yeah. And she's like, because people have so many whys. Like, why did this happen? Why did this? Why did that? And um, basically, she's like, it's a cleansing, is what Brooke said, a right? cleansing. Yeah, it's not really a party. It's a cleansing. But I'm just like, wh- who thought it'd be a good idea to invite Lucas to the place where his uncle was shot and killed? Like, who? I don't know. Who? Brooke? Who? I was going to say Brooke Davis? I mean. Brooke Davis is broke for that one. Like, I, I mean, cannot. Like, that was insensitive. I mean, this is really soon. It is. I'm in the future. Yeah. 
funeral just happened. And no. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm not okay with that. <laughs> and the science lab has drugs. The health department, the health room has condoms. The Spanish has margaritas, and the tutor center is for anyone who just needs a little extra help. Yeah. Um, Let everyone heal, okay. heal in their own yeah, way. Like I understood yeah, I that, that too. but yeah. like, I'm, and we kind of did something like that in high school because we we had I think three deaths. It was like three deaths within like two or three months or something. Jesus, it was cr- wow. it was crazy. Like it was a lot of stupid stuff going on. But I remember doing that. I mean, people broke down, and you kind of had to. Yeah. Well, but, I mean, minus the party thing. So, yeah, this is ba- this is a party. This is yeah, a, a, a non-you know-approved party. This is yeah. And um, Luca, you know, she's like, "But I'm here if you need me." Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he goes to the library where he goes to his other girlfriend, Peyton. Yeah. Yep, that's what he did. And and then what does he say? Like, we gotta stop meeting, meeting like in like secret like this. And I'm just like, oh really? And then he's like, oh don't don't say you love me. Like he's like teasing her. He loves I hate it. That he did he that. loves having oh, two girlfriends. I hate it. He eats it up. <laughs> I he really does. That. He's so cocky about it. <laughs> he really is. You're right. He is. He, he just reacting. toys with her. He he like, and she's like, oh, it's like she's like, stop teasing me about it. And he's like, we're good. It's okay. Well, she says, you know, I kissed you, but I thought I was gonna die. Yeah. Which is kind of like my reasoning. Yeah. Like, I was trying to speak for her. It's like she said. Yeah. When Jimmy was die. like, she deserved to die. I know, but I mean, that's basically what she's saying well, now. Yeah. yeah. She and he's like, hey, I do friend. love you, but I also love Brooke so exactly. much more. So I'm like, he doesn't he love it as much. He's in love with Brooke. He's in love with Brooke. Yeah. In love with Brooke, but loves Peyton. Yes. Still. Um, so they're good. And then he's like, I'm sorry about your mom. I'm sorry I haven't been around. Wow. Well, he's with his real girlfriend. <laughs> and so then she was like, Keith would be so proud of you. You know that? Um, which I thought was nice. And so, you know, she says to let Brooke yes. help you help with you. it. And you let out a big exclamation at this point. Cause she was what just like, he was like, what? Did she say something? She was like, no, I just... I, you're like me. I know you. You know, you're like me. Uh, and Jimmy was like, what the fuck? Like, like, so annoyed. Because oh. you don't do that. Like, come on. You guys are not alike in any way. At I mean, all. They both are broody sensitive artists. Yeah, like the hell ever. She um, needs to go to him on. You are really hating on her. I'm sick of her. I'm like, you went through this once before. Don't try to mend whatever you didn't already did, even if you were supposedly on your deathbed. Like, stop. But they're not mending. She's apologizing. That's mending. But you're blaming Peyton when Lucas is kind of egging this on at this point. Lucas is making fun of it. So you're okay I, with Lucas? No, I don't agree with that. But I don't agree with any woman that thinks that it's okay to kiss another woman's man. Even when they're dying? Hot damn. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't do that. Especially not your best friend. And especially if you've already been through this. Like, if she's dead, will it really matter? <laughs> yes. Thank you, Jeanette. Yes, it would. Because I'm a hate that bitch from the grave. Like, oh, you just, my God. Like, you don't do that. We're never going to get over this. I'm, I'm not no. going to like her right now. Um, so, moving on. And then on. there's, like, a gang up on Lucas. I don't even remember what happened. I just looked up, and, like, Mouse ganging up on him. Rachel's ganging up. Like, everybody's, like... Well, there's that guy that's yeah, just yelling, the, like, yeah. shooter, shooter in the, in the hallway, hall. like, with his drink, drink against the shooter, uh-huh. yeah. and he's just, you know, kind of making really light of the situation. So yeah. Lucas, you know, shot him, him up. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of disrespectful. It is. And then they're like, you need to let people deal with how they deal. And I'm just like, but y'all didn't let him deal. I didn't want to deal by inviting him here. Like, leave him alone. Like, yeah. it, just, it just pissed me off. Because I felt like even Mouth being there was like, why the fuck 
are you here? Because Mouse, you know, he's like two people died. Like he keeps pushing Jimmy Edwards' death, and Lucas does not want to deal with that. He doesn't yeah. care. He's like, like I, I, he killed his uncle. Yeah, he's like, I can't. I just can't. I guess I'm the only I, one that's on that train. Because I feel like Lucas just should have did what he did, which is left. You don't want to be here, leave. But they shouldn't have come out and came after him and kind of like... Don't argue with each other. They, they definitely shouldn't have done that. But I, I, I applaud Mal for what he stood out and not just because he wanted him on the show. <laughs> <laughs> but I applaud him for standing out and saying that, no, your ass is going to quit saying that because two people did die. And, and, and it's true. I mean, two people died. What is that? Okay. But two people died. And, you know... So then we get to fear. Fear. With skill shuts up. Oh, and he's like, man, we all love Keith, but it don't feel right, yeah. you know, to go. We ain't going. We and the boys, we ain't going to Jimmy's funeral. Yeah. And I was just like, and he would then looks like, can I ask you a question? And he's like, what? Do you think there's a heaven? I don't know about heaven. Maybe something with chrome gates and freaky angels. And I was like, really, <laughs> Really? Dude, it's crazy. But I like the existential question that was posing because Lucas is like, well, if heaven would look at Jimmy as sick, like there's something wrong with him. Would he still be forgiven and be let in? Like would they hold that against him? And then that means that wherever Keith is, Jimmy is there too. In the same place. And that does not sit right with him. Yeah. And Skiz is like, you know, we we can't you're talking about something we couldn't possibly understand basically, you know? Mm -hmm. And Lucas is like, or just means there's no such place. Just like, all right. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well I guess it's his fear. It sounds like denial. It sounds like denial to me, but it could be his fear that, you know. I don't know. It's the unknown, what happens after you die. Yeah, I guess the fear of the unknown. Yeah. Yeah. Um, And Nathan and Haley, they, 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 I don't know, they're just talking about music and how it's never a bad moment. Yeah. Because they they showed up as well to the school. Yes. And so they were just kind of being all cutesy. Yeah, that's all they're doing. Um, I'm super upset we didn't get fire and brimstone, Karen, but... She's yeah. processing, so I, I wouldn't... Don't expect that from her all the goddamn time. But, I mean, this... Well, Dan, like, Dan showed... Dan's seen Ghost. Bo- Keith's boy ghost. Yeah, the Keith little boy. boy yeah. Not the actor. Not Craig Schaefer, but the little, little boy Keith. And um, so he goes to Keith's house where Karen is. Packet, like I saw the light. Yeah, and she's like, I got down it. Oh my gosh. But if if there's any hint that he killed Keith, then I think you would definitely see that anger from her. Uh You know, but but I was talking about towards Lucas. But oh oh, I'm sorry. Oh okay. But she is kind of upset with him because she was just like, all you had to do was is forgive him. You treated him so wrong when he was here, Mm -hmm. and you know. He was just like, I doesn't mean I, I didn't love him. Just like I, just like the same thing about Lucas or something like that. I don't know. Yeah, he was like, I can make up what I messed up with him. I can, I can make, make it up, up for Lucas. Right, right. Yeah, and she was just like, no. She was like, don't push me, Dan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and he was just like, you mean like Lucas? And what did he say? He was just like, he said something. Anyway, he brings up that she that he pulled Dan from the fire. He was like, well, you know, oh, he's yeah. old enough. He was like, he should right. let him make his own choices. Um, you know, he's a grown man now. He's like, like he made, decided to pull me out the fire. I'm just like, really, Dan? Really, Dan? Dan is always going to be Dan. So Karen's like speechless. Like, yeah, but I'm just like, really? You, you had to do this at he this had to time. Up. You just had Why to. Why not? He's such a fucking asshole. He is. He's Dan. That Dan. hate him now. Yeah. Forever. And she's just like, you selfish, stupid <laughs> boy. <laughs> Did I raise an idiot? Yes. She goes. 
But she's like, did you think about me at all? Mm-hmm. Like, well, what I would do if I lost you too and you went and went back into that fire? Well, he, she, he pulls Dan from the fire. He goes back into the school. It's like, does he have a death wish? Something. <laughs> and he's just like, I am sorry. I know it's my fault. Like, if I hadn't gone back to that school, Keith would still be alive. I know it's my fault. Mm-hmm. And you know, you you know what happens next, and I just don't know how I feel about well, this. Well, doesn't he about say, her response? Her response. He says but, he's sorry, but then she says they're sorry isn't going to bring him back. Yeah, yeah, and the way she says it is so like she's blaming her son. Yeah, but it's so sadistically. It is that it. when she said it, I actually wrote down. Is he going to bring him back? Karen is about. I was to like, is this a dream? I, at that point, I thought it was a dream. Like I really was like, okay, because this is not something she would. Karen's get. probably the most messed up person out of everybody right. right now. Yeah, you're probably That's right. her fiance, and you yeah. know she finally had it together, and then mm. taken away. She's yeah. got to be. Just off I mean, what do you even say to that? Like, he, even Lucas, he looks like, like really. He wants his like, mom to make things okay right, right. now. She's yeah, just because like, she, she has to process too, and yeah. I'm sure she's gonna later on apologize because yeah. it's just Karen, you know. But and really, I mean, is I think if anyone was in the building, he would have gone in. And that's what I think is important that was trying to be driven across. I think somebody else said it later. Yeah, okay, yeah, that is later. I think so. I mean, it doesn't matter. We, but, we're, not, we don't, we're not going into the linear structure. Yeah, but like, I think somebody did say it later. But I mean, even did. for Nathan, I think Keith would go in. Yeah, because Nathan, Nathan and Haley said it to him, right? They said that Keith would have gone back in. I think so, yeah. Regardless, because it was Jimmy Edwards. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean. Well, I, and he was saying, like, I know Jimmy Edwards. I know the kid. You know, let me go in there. And let me talk, talk to him. You you're right. It wasn't so even really, about Lucas. It wasn't. Yeah, exactly. It was. I didn't think about he that. He just wanted to make things. But he only right. said that to Dan. Yeah. Yeah. He only said that to Dan, so nobody else knew about that. Everybody else thinks he went in for Lucas, because mm-hmm. Lucas probably even thinks that because. Right. Yeah. You know, Keith like blocked him to let him get to get out. Mm-hmm. Wow, that damn Dan. Yeah. Dan holds all the fucking keys. So. Then we move on to guilt. Well, I was gonna say yeah. guilt. It oh is. Oh gosh, I fucking hate this. Okay, so, so Mouth is uh, fixing yeah. Jimmy's memorial in yeah. his locker. And she wants him to let it go. Rachel. So you couldn't have saved him. This is how we're going to get past it, you know. This is how we're going to change it by this party and party. hanging out. Because Mouth is like, no matter what, people are going to hang out based on the sports they play or the attractiveness of the group. You know, they're still going to group up. And Rachel's like, maybe it'll never change, but, you know, you can we can start here by dancing with me. Mm-hmm. And then that bitch tell, kisses him. Yeah. She does. And he's like, why did you do that? She's like, I don't think that you're going to like me in a minute. Because mm-hmm. she tells him that she released the time, the time capsule, capsule and it really mm-hmm. is her Careful. fault. Yes. Rachel said all this fucking shit in motion. Yeah. By releasing the time she capsule. She did. She did. And then, all of it. you know, Mouth leaves and says, you're right. I don't like you. Yeah. Because, yeah, she did set it in motion, but we will never know if Jimmy Edwards was close to doing it prior to the time but he said that he had gone by and he was fine he was invisible you know he stopped coming to class like he was but really anything might have happened to set him off you just don't know when or if I don't know or even if he would have committed suicide which could have caused another chain of reactions within the show itself so you're we don't blame Rachel we don't I didn't say that oh okay (laughs) I'm not saying that but um 
it's really hard to, you know, because we just blamed ball earlier. It's like yeah. basketball. Like, who, what do you, is there one thing you can really blame mm. 100%? I, I don't think there's anybody yeah. you can really blame 100% for anything except for Dan Scott. True. Dan Scott is the man who pulled the trigger on Keith. He was well, yeah. it was an isolated event out of all this. He walked yeah. in that school and he shot and he shot Keith. Like that's the only thing that can really a hundred percent well a hundred percent. No, because then again, Rachel set it in motion at least in the time castle, which prompted the situation to arrive with Jimmy and the well, gun, which gave Dan the opportunity to kill him. That was just an opportunity because Dan, Dan was, was already about killing him already. Already. So that was so already in motion. He gave Rachel the opportunity. I, I mean, but Rachel gave him the opportunity. I mean, I gave him this opportunity. Yeah. Right. But I he would have found that. He would have did it. something. I mean, he was already thinking Yeah, Hell, he was already the mayor. Like, he right. would have found something. He just took his chance. I just, I just cannot... I can't fathom what type of mindset you would have to be in to shoot your sibling. Like, out of anything that my sister or even my stepbrothers could have ever said or done to me or treated me... Well, what if you thought they, they tried to kill you? Yeah, they tried to kill you. Even then. And you were burnt, like, alive almost? And they slept like, with your husband? Or yeah. You? Even the I couldn't bring myself... <laughs> I could, <laughs> Sorry, did I say No, go ahead, finish, finish. <laughs> I couldn't bring... I don't know. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so That's now are you trying to blame this on Keith? Damn yeah. it, you know? Going back full circle. I just, not to kill, I couldn't find myself, I could not, not for me to kill. I'm one of those weird people, I probably <laughs> got my wounding, make sure that I, I was totally, I have no issue with wounding. I have, you don't in your life. Like, so that you know not to go this route again, but you're still living. Into, you just might maim them or paralyze or not, them. Well, not you paralyze. can't walk again. <laughs> But I just, you have no use of that hand anymore. <laughs> but you have a finger. Can you guys imagine taking a life? No. Under any circumstances. Unless I was in self-defense. Self-defense is different. Yeah. That's a little different. But just like, I don't like you. I'm, like, I'm plotting to kill you. Yeah. Like, I just can't. That's not my mind. But I think at the same time, again, <laughs> he feels like he's already crossed the line and tried to kill him. Even then. He almost died because of Keith twice. What was the first time? The heart attack from Keith sleeping with oh his wife. <laughs> you know what? And think about it. Keith inspired Deb to to do this to Dan. So it's not calm still. Nothing. But, but you know, you see what I'm saying? Because I do. Deb went to Keith. He's like, you know, she's like, it's not your battle, blah, blah, blah. And then Keith's like, well, you'll never be free of him. And then she's like, oh, I tried to kill him because well, you're no, right. No wonder Dan tried to kill him. I cannot justify I don't want to justify I'm not justifying But he's so messed up in the head he right now because obviously. of his brother. Yeah. Obviously. Like, there's a lot. Like, there's a, there's a, like, That's I, a lot. Like you said, there's no way, real way to put, like you said, there's no real one way to place the blame because there's mm-hmm. so many different things that can happen right. and everybody played a part yeah well, certain people played a part not everybody played a part yeah. but like Haley, how did Haley and nathan play a part no not being there for lucas if he kept pushing lucas to never join the team and then they would have stayed friends with jimmy edwards Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or is it Lucas and Mouse fault for not remaining friends with Jimmy and really just 
you looking know, in on him. Yeah. Is it Karen's fault? <laughs> I don't know. Look, I mean, I just feel like Rachel. Is it Lucas's fault for not letting Dan burn up? <laughs> yeah. Oh, there you go. Yeah. I mean, you. But he was saving a life. Can you ever fault somebody for saving a life? Everyone wanted Dan dead <laughs> at that point. But Lucas is a but, true good guy yeah. at all. Not right now. I mean, so, yeah. I, where we were going is I just, can Rachel be redeemed for you here? We know she released a time capsule, which in this instance really did set a lot of this right. stuff in motion. It but was the she, domino that pushed the other domino. She down. didn't know that all of this happen. was But the on. reason why she did it. Is she basically was angry she, at Brooke, right? Well, cheerleading? remember when she was talking to Mal after the concert, and she was just like, I think it was a good thing, you know, yeah. shaking it up or whatever. Mm-hmm. So basically, she did it just because she Being wanted malicious. to shake up stuff. And I, again, but that's just like blaming the gun maker because the damn gun went off. Like, you can't... But what was Rachel intending to get out of this? Like, she... she got I bet she wasn't intending this. I'm sure she wasn't. And I, so, you know what I mean? So you can't... We don't know if she feels guilty, but she obviously feels she guilty. She obviously does. She, well, she had to tell somebody. Yeah. I think that's a good thing that like, she feels And she had to tell Mouth, who's friend with Jimmy, who ended up killing himself because right. she was his thing. And whose other friend, stepdad, is now gone. Yeah. So, you know, and I'm sure, especially holding all of that in, I mean, she, and she got paid got to. And that. Yeah. Okay. But, I mean, and she, you know, I mean, I'm sure she's, she has to be. Any, she's any normal person has to feel something. So, I'm sorry. Guilt. No, go ahead. It was, I mean, I love it when we just go. But um, Brooke gave Naley back the key to the apartment. Yeah. It's really, the they, it's yeah. really y'all's apartment. I'm just keeping it warm. Oh, my gosh. Go, Brooke. And she talks about trying to give Lucas his space because he left. So that's what prompts them to go uh, seek out Lucas in the depression. Yeah. And I like how Nathan ripped that tape off the floor. Yes, I'm like, has that tape been sitting there this whole time? It was. What yeah. was the purpose of the tape? Because you know, here's the line you don't cross. Oh, it, that Jimmy Edwards had to yes. put down. Gotcha. But I'm like, why would nobody pull that up? Well, no one's probably thinking about well, that. Okay. Technically, really a crime scene. I was gonna say, if it is a crime scene, or it was, it probably no one has used it. But nothing happened in that room. No, no people have gunpoint. Well, but what yeah, are you gonna rope off? And what happened to the poor girl with the diabetes? Well, she ran. Nobody out checked in on her. Sure was that before fine. or after Warehouse 13? Before Warehouse 13. Oh, so she probably. She went was on Drake and Josh before that. So maybe she went on to Warehouse 13. <laughs> in, the, in depression, Naley no, is sure. like the power couple that they are. Go to see Lucas. Yeah. And they basically like he loses like I'm throwing my predictions away because I can't come true without Keith. And he's like, but you got Brooke and that was on your predictions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, so this is your, your I guess your peppy Haley yeah. that you were talking yeah, about. Yeah, and you know. I don't really know. He was just that he was talking about how it's his fault and his no. mom his blamed mom him. him. Yeah. And they're just like Haley's just like, No. Like Karen Karen, no. She's not yeah. gonna do that to you. Not yeah. Karen. But she did say it. She did. Mm-hmm. She yeah. did. But of course she knows that Haley's gonna come around. I mean, uh, what's her name's gonna come Karen's gonna come around. Yeah. Right. I mean she has to. Uh, and Nathan's like, You did what you did. You did what you did what Keith would have done when you went back in that school for Peggy. Right. Like you did exactly what Keith did, is that what he said? You did exactly what Keith did. I don't know how he worded it, but, but that's what he said. said basically, like yeah. he basically went back in the same way that you saved Peyton, and he was just like, "He loves you, we love you." Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, "Oh, brother, yeah. brother!" Yeah. And then one of the most depressing things oh. with our good old Whitey, Jimmy. Yeah, let's um, let Jimmy talk about why. Because it's your Whitey. Okay, okay, okay. 
Well, you got yeah. Lucas coming back in because uh-huh. now he's running after Brooke to see if she's still at the um, school, yeah. I guess, or whatever. And then Lucas runs into Whitey. Mm-hmm. Which I thought was kind of weird, by the way. Which is kind of interesting. Whitey lives at the school. It's Whitey Obviously. <laughs> but I was like, it's Whitey School. It's going to be called Whitey Durham High. Like, Whitey. <laughs> well, it is the gym. But it's just... Anyway, but I'm like, did y'all think it's like a drink? Yeah. As a kid, he was like, I'm not here. I'm not here. Yeah. You know. Yeah, so Lucas was trying to explain what yeah. was going on or like, whatever. <laughs> so, but anyway, um, you get this big old quick elaborate scheme, uh, scheme, but um, scene between the two. And I guess Wade was just having a flashback as to how he was dealing with everything that had happened. Yeah. He, and Because yeah, he talked about how he hasn't been around for Lucas because yeah. he's been crying like a big old baby. I was surprised yeah. he said that actually, but... I know. You really kind of. You really I teared up. I did. I did well, when a little bit. When he says, you know, when you know, we talked about when his wife died. Well, he, yeah. first he told Keith he was like he was gonna be my dad. Like before he oh, said yeah. that, he was like, you know, I just I don't know how to deal with this. Like he was gonna, gonna be, be my, my dad, dad. And, and he was like he was. He was. Oh, I don't care what that piece of paper says. <laughs> he was your dad. I see him in you every oh, time I look at you. I was just like. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> the emotion. The emotion. They were. They were definitely there. And then he's like starts talking about his own experience. When his wife when died, his you wife know, died. things got dark and one of my former players pulled me yeah. out of the dark to safety. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, oh, yeah, I started yeah. crying. I was like, oh my God. Yeah, he was it just, was Keith. He was like, I, you know. I was like, what was the thing? What did he, he was like, I, he pull, I pulled me to the side. I was like, I know you want to answer right now. But he was like, what, what is the right answer? He was like, you know, uh, he was like, there is none. It's like it, it's, it's just, just life. life. Yeah. And he's like, but be the man that Keith wanted you to be, because if not, then that's the bigger tragedy here. And I was like, oh my god, lady. They just they just had to go for that like sucker punch to they your did. emotions with Oh god. I teared up so bad. <laughs> oh, <my laughs> Camilla died. Camilla. And even he was getting teary then. He was. Yeah, he was. Oh man. Or Dan and those Dan, Dan and those damn ghosts. He's like, you don't scare me. I'm gonna sleep like a baby at night. I do what oh, I do. Dan, I swear, if someone murders me, I'm haunting their ass. Big time. Because he's at the graveside and he's like, I own what I did. Tormented. He even he spit. spit. That's what, he spit on Winston his grave. Winston did I was like, are you, like this man spit on the ground. I was like, this is just so but disrespectful. But he hated Keith and thought <laughs> Keith was going to try to kill him. I just couldn't. Like I would stay away from my brother, like my sister or whatever. Like if I knew you didn't like me and you tried to have a kill. Just you Why do you talk Whitey when you said that? I'm just saying. I don't know. Um, I think Dan feels bad. I think a little bit, a little piece of him feels yeah. guilty and bad. And he's trying to convince himself he did the right you thing. You know what, that I can see. Yeah. I can see that. Um, I can see that. Brooke made Karen's wedding dress into bed sheets. Yeah. Yes. That's Look, a little weird. It is, but I like but the material. But it's like their love <laughs> has bloomed again. They're together again. Yeah. They're going to sleep on Karen's and Keith's like, it's dead It's just place. material. It's not like they use it. At all. She never even saw it. So. That was really nice. Wouldn't even know that's what it was. And Haley was just like, now if it would just rain. And he was like, I can, I can make it rain. I Wow. And then um, Peyton comes home and there's a Pete from Freak Out Boy waiting for her. Freak Out Boy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, I'm saying this to my teenage daughter, but don't be lost. Oh, my gosh. Whatever. And when Dan was saying he was going to sleep like a baby, but it turns out he wasn't sleeping. Like he yeah, was sitting he there wide awake yeah. in the bed. 
And so then we move on to the acceptance. Um, and Nathan and Haley are just like talking about, he's like, I want you to, he's like, if I die, I want you to know how happy you made me. He's like, don't, don't say <laughs> that, you know. Uh, it's not going to happen, but uh, just think, you know, whatever. He's like, I want you to know I was okay with you, and you know, um, you made me happy. And then the sprinklers come on the football. He wanted pool. rain. And, 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 and she's like, is it possible to be this much in love? I'm like, like, no, it's not possible. No, it's not. It's not real. It's not real. It can happen. They're just, they're just too perfect. They can perfect. happen. They're they just are, too they are way too perfect. It's just, love I mean, is not that perfect. Well, they did have a shit storm of yeah, like is. marriage in season two. Like oh, their marriage went to straight shit. Straight and it was kind of bad at the beginning of the season two. I don't know what I want. They were both just held at gunpoint. I mean, if you don't follow up after that, yeah, that's true. with your husband who's already your husband, I don't yeah. know what the hell. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh my gosh. And then we get to our Hey Pretty Girl when Lucas comes home and hey, pretty girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Brooke is in her bed and she was just like, I'm gonna sleep. I'm gonna sleep in my car because you know they're back in there. But I thought I heard a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and he was like, where were you? She's like, outside your house. <laughs> I was totally saying something like that. I don't know. And he was just like, I wonder he loves her today. Is that what he said? No. He's like, I love he you for everything that you've you. done today. Yeah. And he was like, it means everything. Yeah, it means a lot that you're here. Mm. Well, then Brooke comes out with you. She's like, we both are here. Is what yeah, she said. is what she said. Yeah. But she's like, I wish it was me. Yes. Okay. She was like, I wish it was me. She was just like, she was just, she was like, I wish you would rescue me. You know, you, she, he was like, well, what do you mean? She's like, well, she was like, I'm going to say something that I, I don't know if it's okay for me to say or whatever. He's like, mm-hmm. tell me. She's like, I wish it was me. You know, I hear about how you rescue Peyton from the building. You pulled Dan from the fire. I just wish that you would rescue me from all of it for once. Mm-hmm. And how, how did you feel about that? Like, I felt I don't know. I just I feel like Brooke Davis is somebody who doesn't need rescue. I know you should she be has happy. The power herself, but I feel yeah. like she also wants a man that could rescue her if she needed to be rescued. Well, you need to get yourself in trouble <laughs> so he can. Ooh, <laughs> well, let's talk to our resident expert. Oh, thank you, Davis. thank you, thank oh, you. Well, as I come to the mind, oh my gosh. Oh, no. But I mean, we've talked about this before. I think, it, it, especially with you, I know we've talked about the different uh, Disney movies and. They kind of have this this um yeah, for this, yes because they Candles have this, this exactly yes. they have this build where every woman wants a shiny knight mm-hmm. and I mean she's a a stone hot princess quote unquote that doesn't know anything else and and she expects she expects that Nathan that's currently well there. she expects that Lucas that is always saving Peyton and saving to Dan. save her she's like why aren't you saving me but I think in Lucas and I, what's so attractive about Brooke is that she doesn't need, need to be saved. I agree. But then at the same time, what's attractive to him and Peyton is that she needs, she to, be needs to be saved. And I feel like at the end of the day, he doesn't know what he wants. Is he going to be the mm. hero or is he going to be, is he going to be an equal partner in a relationship? Can he, can Lucas stop function as someone who's going to be an equal partner in a relationship and be there? I think when Brooke says she needs rescue, she just needs somebody who's going to be there for her like when she's in her lowest moment. You know what I mean? And because like, think about it. When Brooke needed rescuing with her fashion line, where was Lucas? With Peyton. With Peyton. Because what? Peyton needed him. Like, she wants him to be there for her. Like, he's basically, she's, I want you to be there for me. Like, you can be there for everybody else. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's a little different. And I say that because the rescuing that he's doing for Peyton is the almost life or death and damn, every damn situation she's dealing with. Okay? 
you know, whether it's the True. almost death of her father to, you know, whatever, drug, you know, like it's, it's life of life or death. Yeah. Oh yeah. The date rape drug. Yeah. Like it, it literally is life or death versus with Brooke, it's more of a changing of her life and her aspect of where she's going on her goals. And I just need your support. You know, and so it's it's a little different, but she still she. But still, I think Brooke's what Brooke needs is a bit more. It takes a more of a emotional maturity to handle. Okay. Does that make sense? In order to be there for her to save her, I took it more literally, of her wanting to be in one of those situations where you literally have to save me. Here we go, Brooke. If you were if you stuck with your best friend Peyton and didn't leave her ass in the school, Luke and had to rescue her. How about that? Woo! Shots fired. Mm-hmm. Quite literally. Hello. You have a point. You do. I do. I have a point. But so what if both of them were stuck there? Well, then Peyton would have never kissed Lucas. This is true. Right? And then one arm on for Peyton, one arm for Brooke, and get your arm here, ladies. Mm-hmm. Probably. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know. I, I, it just, it, but Brooke like there's something she needs to do. Yeah. Which is go check on Peyton. Finally. Yeah. Finally. <laughs> now you have some time for <laughs> Like, okay. not to but mention, there, you've been sitting here all this time she said waiting that, on Lucas. You know, like. But the thing is, she needed to talk to Lucas and tell her how she felt about this. So I think first. she confront Peyton about oh, okay. what she was really feeling. Which oh, is okay. like how's the leg, and then she's like, <laughs> Peyton's like, how's the boy? And she, she was like, how's the boy? She's like, it'll be okay. Um, and she was just like, Brooke tells she's sorry for leaving her. I shouldn't have left you there. I should yeah. have made sure. It's like no shit, Brooke. And then Brooke is, I mean, Peyton's so like you give her a lot of flack, but she's like, it's okay because what got me through is knowing that you were okay, which is bullshit. Yeah. But go ahead. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It's bullshit for Peyton to have to say that to Brooke to make her feel better, is what I think. But that's just impressive. Well, she knows Brooke, and she knows that Brooke needs to hear that. And not to mention, she still feels guilty. She kissed the damn boy. Mm -hmm. But Brooke was like, like, I love you for saying that, but she was like, there was someone else, there was something else there making you feel better. Did she say our boyfriend or her boyfriend? My boyfriend. My boyfriend boyfriend also made you feel Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. And my boyfriend keeps keep saving you or yeah. something. Mm-hmm. She no, she was like, and I she's like, I know I should be grateful that the boy that I love protected the girl that she loves. She's like, oh yeah, the girl that the girl that I the boy that I love protected the girl that I love that he loves too. That he loves too. Mm-hmm. He's like, what does she say? We both know it's true. Yeah, because yeah. she Peyton, like, immediately to. tries to defend him. Yeah, and Peyton's like, Lucas is insanely in love with you. Yeah, she cares about him, but he's in love with you. I won't hurt you again. But I'm like, I can't handle. That is a lot to handle. Yeah. Like, I just, I mean, it's a lot for Peyton. Peyton's in shot. She has to sit here and console her best friend about whatever. Her she, that's okay, then. I, I mean, you, you really are like short-sighting Peyton. I think it's because you relate to Brooke. You're short-sighting Peyton in this mm, whole situation. Not even remotely. Because Peyton was like, A, about to die. So she did something out of rash. about to die. She apologized for it to Lucas because she doesn't want it to be weird. Brooke comes. Oh, Brooke has not even checked on her after she's been shot. After mm-hmm. she left her in the damn school. Yeah. And she has to sit here and console her because she's feeling bad. About leaving her and about her boyfriend coming back to save her when her ass couldn't stay with her. Oh, no. <laughs> I feel like there's an argument to be made on both sides. There's definitely an argument to be made on both sides. I am just saying. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Yeah. You know, it's, it's hey, Lucas is mine, not yours. Boom. <laughs> not Great. Yeah, yeah. Well, 
And Larry built some shelves. Yeah, with Ellie's um, albums on them. For and she's pages. like, well, where's my bed? He was like, well, we didn't have room for a, a queen bed. We can mm. put two singles in since Brooke's moving in. And then, Payne's like, and then Brooke's like, yeah, I can introduce you to the scrunchie system. And then Payne's like, no nudity in our room. No nudity. Like, um, how long is that going to last? And then she with Brooke, about, I know, right? Yeah, and then she tells her about making out with Pete, Verbala boy. <laughs> She's just like, honey, and you know. Like, We're going to find you a boyfriend. <laughs> you don't have today. to lie. <laughs> <laughs> don't believe her, though. I would have so did that. Like, honey, you don't, you don't have to do that. And then Karen cuts herself, but not, like, on purpose. It's on the Keith, did it, did it say Keith's it was body Keith, shot? It was Keith Scott's yeah. body shot. Oh, above. did it? Yeah. I thought it was just a yeah. coffee yeah. mug. But she cut herself bad. Yeah, she's yeah, like putting it under the hot water. And I'm just like, I'm no! Like, no! Oh, it's not like I'm just kind of going to hurt. What are you doing? Oh, and then Lucas is in his suit, and she's like, take it off. It's oh, like, yeah. it's what Keith did. And she's like, you heard me! Take it off! <laughs> I thought she was going to... She's like, I thought she was going to throw the shattered glass at his head or something. He's just like, the fire and brimstone was about yeah, to Yeah, and she's like, he's like, it's just what Keith no. would do. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then she just starts crying. Yeah. And then they all go to Jimmy's funeral. Are yeah. they driving Keith's car? Yes, that's what Jimmy's yeah. pointing out. Because yeah. I didn't okay. see it because it was dark black. Yeah. So I was like, whose car is that's that? The that's the dream car. car. That's the so car. they're going in Keith's car to, to Jimmy's, Jimmy, Jimmy's the, man, the boy who shot Keith. But he didn't yeah. actually shoot well, Keith. Well, we don't know whatever. <laughs> yeah. But, I don't know. I don't know. Well, and, Keith, I don't know. And Jimmy's mom is alone. Like, nobody's at the no funeral. No one. Even the father. The father. I was like, what the hell? They must have just disowned them Oh my gosh. Completely. But then again, I can only imagine the type of backlash she is the mother mm-hmm. of this child. Yeah. Has I, gotten. I think I'm about sure. that, like the parents of school shooters and murderers. Right. And, and sadly, there was a shooting, you know, this week. No, right. right. Was it, was it yeah. California? Yeah, San Bernardino. A man went in and shot his, like, estranged fiance and, like, injured two children. Oh, and well, one child, one child about that. died. I didn't know that a child died. A child so. died, and I'm not sure about the other one. But yeah, one child. I, saw, I heard about that. I didn't know. Ooh, I didn't know what it was about. Like yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't understand how you can do that and bring other people, people into, into it, it. especially children. Yeah, and that's an Like in a public place, you know, in front of like. Uh, I don't know. That is crazy. That's absolutely crazy. But I definitely felt sorry for the mom. Oh, yeah. You can't. Really you can't. Yeah, you don't know what your kid's going to grow up to be and things that happen. And it's not necessarily the parent's fault every time. But, you know, the media will start well, digging. Ma- yeah. Well, they'll dig in and say, oh, well, you know, the father wasn't there, the mother yeah. wasn't there, blah, blah, blah. And like really try to that. justify it. Don't do this, yeah. you know, because your kid might grow up to be this way. I don't know. It's, I, I don't know. It's such a touchy touchy thing and I mean I think my heart felt for his mom at the end yeah. and it's not her fault I mean it's not her fault I just I don't I don't know what she could have done as a parent you know and again it's one of those things that we talk about where the blame lies it's so right. hard to say well, what she could have done right because it's right. definitely not black and white it's yeah, not black it's definitely, definitely not black and white yeah. the only thing that's really black and white of this whole thing is Dan should have never shot Keith like that's yeah. really the only yeah. thing that I feel and Rachel should never leave the podcast with. even though Keith tried to kill him Keith didn't try to kill him. I mean, we know that. Most but Keith did it. almost kill him with his heart attack. Yeah. That was not Keith's fault. Mm. That wasn't. Come on. No, wait, now, don't get me wrong. That that's definitely not, for, that's not forgivable. If anybody deserves to die, But if your ass is, whatever. Death was going to let that man die on the oh, floor. Oh, yeah, yeah. 
And she set the fuck up. But she called Dan would have come clean and said, hey, Dan, I tried to kill you. Dan would never have come after Keith and Keith would still be alive. She could have called See, this from... is Deb's fault. It really is Deb's fault. <laughs> See, we can put the blame on everybody. This is true. So many factors. Who's to blame? Um, so that is the episode, though. I really... Yeah. Um, so the IMDb rating is a 9.2. Okay. Um, I can give it an 8. I gave it an 8. Excuse me, I also gave it an 8. Okay. Oh, surprise, surprise. Yeah. Um, Strong 8. This episode was named after a song by Murder by Death. Um, it is also the tagline for the Texas Chainsaw Massacre movies in 1974. Oh. Who will survive? That was the text. Oh, the tag. Oh. Who will survive and what will be left of them is named the episode. That was the tagline? Yeah. For, I did not know that. Uh, and huh. Interesting. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, I love horror movies. Oh, so okay. um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's good trivia. I've never thought. So I'm <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. I know I'm not murdering people, you know. Um, <laughs> oh my goodness. And yeah, that's really all the trivia or that I have. So, um, favorite character? I had to say Lucas. His acting was so good. The ki- no. Yeah. No. Chad Michael Murray's acting. But, you know, just Lucas, his character, how he handled things. He went through his stages. And he did. I liked what he did at the end, going to Jimmy's funeral. And, um, I don't know, it seemed really believable and true. I don't know. I liked him. Yep. No, I had no one. Really? Yeah. My favorite is also going to be Lucas. For the same reason yeah. Jeanette said. I feel like everybody else was kind of peripheral. Like, Karen really didn't have much of a character journey. Um, Dan was a fucking douchebag, as usual. Yeah. Um, I would like to say Brooke, but she really turned me off with her comment about wanting to be rescued as if people ask for these situations to happen right. to them. It was kind of a turn off. This isn't a Disney fairy yeah, tale. Yeah, like, you, do, you, do you understand what goes into needing to be rescued? Like... You're going to be in some pain. Do you yeah. want to be in pain? Like, Brad? if there was a least favorite character award, which I feel like we should give, that Ooh, she would get my least favorite Wow. Favorite. You all would not do my book like that. Oh. I mean, I just think that was a real turnoff. And then sitting there crying to pain after not checking in with her. Yeah, that's that, rude. Mm, that's rude. Yeah, I'm sorry. That, that was selfish. I, I got you, Brooke. This up here. So that's my favorite. Is that a relatable <laughs> character? I did not. No. Well, I would say Lucas, but just having lost somebody important to me, I can understand how how it feels, you know, to to feel that way. So, hmm. yeah. Um, so I guess we don't have any other additional comments or anything, right? So we're gonna move on to reality check with um, oh, Reality yeah. check is a little hard for me at this point because you know, obviously, I haven't I haven't really been in the situation that they're talking about at all, and I haven't really lost someone very very close to me, like. You know, like a parent or a close friend or a husband. So, I don't know. But all I have to say is we all deal with grief differently and just try to be patient. Like, I feel like they weren't very patient with Lucas mm-hmm. and pushing a party on him. And it's like, you know, that's not what he needed. Just be kind and try to turn everything around. And, um, like, Nathan and Haley, they're kind of using this to fuel their relationship and make their marriage better try to get something out of this that will help you in your life mm-hmm. so we have some shout outs as well right yes. Are you like shout outs <laughs> 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 come on wait a minute um okay well i've got some names here um 
Thank you. Shout out to Deanna Bennett, who liked our fundraising campaign. Hey, wow. Where are those dollars at, Deanna? Directed by Moira Kelly, who plays Karen. Wow. Okay. She can, can she direct? Well, I guess we'll find, find out. out. And Paul, uh, Dan, directed the next episode. So. Whoa, okay. Didn't he do one before? He yeah, did. He, started, okay. he did, yeah. And the good one, too. I was, was going to say it was good, which is why it stood out. Mm-hmm. We're so close to the season being over. We'll do I that wonder, one. I wonder if we'll more. do one more, and then we're done with season three. Really? Yeah. We have this one that we're going to do next week. We'll have episodes, we'll do episodes 20 and 21 the following week, and then episode 22, we're done with season Wait, three. Wait, we're just doing one next week? No, we're doing two next two week. Two next week. Two the following two week. Two the following week. And then the last, and the season finale. So five episodes. So, man, we really go through these fast. <laughs> yeah, we're getting through them. Woo! See, you're talking about we'll be, we'll be there. We'll be in season nine very right? quickly. <laughs> <laughs> Good girl, we're making season four. It's going to be all like 2020. <laughs> season nine. No, well, because like season five only has 18 episodes. It'll be about 2020. Okay. On season nine. I'm, sorry, um, I'm just kidding. And now season six has like 25. Season seven, <laughs> <laughs> season seven has 22. Oh my 
Couch season. Well, let's uh, not talk about the numbers. Well, no, I, wanna, I, I do want to point to how many episodes down we are because you guys might be surprised. Oh, okay. You know, it might not take as long as I think. Oh, no, I don't think it will. I don't think it will. So we've done 22 plus 23 plus 17. So we watched 62 episodes of One Tree Hill. There are 187 that they credit for, but I'll give it the 188. So we still have 126 episodes left, but roughly we divide those by two a week. We're going to do this for 63 more weeks. <laughs> That's a long week! Wow! That's only a little over a year from now we'll be done. My goodness. Stick in there with those guys. Uh, please, please. We just love every second of it. I love it. And you know, who knows? At some point, maybe we'll start like triple pumping these out when we get to episodes we can that don't, start, we don't yeah. really care Well, you'll know what I will know. I'll let you. Like I'll let you know. I think the later half of the seasons will probably, by the time we get to season like seven, eight, or nine, I was telling Steph Smith on Facebook of the We Don't Want to Wait podcast, I was like, by the time that we, that me and my co-host get to the end, they're probably going to hate me because they're going to uh, be like, why is this still going on? So, wow. I, I am positive. Well, we're in the peak seasons, I guess. This is, yes, I, there was a ranking on an article, it was like, we look back on the anniversary of One Tree Hill, like, uh, you know, on the ranking of the seasons, season three was the number one season um, mm. that they ranked. The reasoning was really great though. They were just like, you know, this season really hit the ground running. Um So after two seasons, season three. Well, see they talked about season two it was like season two just really wasn't all that great. Um they just didn't like it. Oh, okay. Um so I don't know how you feel about that, but I'm gonna pull it up because I'm just gonna just say it now. I just want to show the validity of my claims. This is peak Wondry Hill. Yeah. So, um, they rank season nine at number nine. Wow. Um, they have two episodes highlighted to watch. They mm. have they rank season seven at number eight, and then we have one episode as a highlight. Season eight as number seven, they have two episodes as a highlight. Season five is number six with Four episodes as a high, no, three episodes as a highlight. Uh, season two is number five, which has three episodes as a highlight, which include the season finale, um, the wedding episode, mm-hmm. and then Truth Doesn't Make a Noise, which I think is an episode we saw, like, I think, I don't know, the summer party? I don't know, I don't remember. Mm-hmm. Season six is number four, which I don't know how I feel about that, but that's also stay out of it, Nick Lachey time, so. Um, Oh, that'll be fun. It's going to be freaking awesome. Um, and they have one, two, three, four episodes that they've marked. Um, season four is their third best season. They ranked it as number three. Okay. Um, season one, obviously, is number two. And then season three is number is number one. Okay. And they ranked one with Tired Eyes, one we just watched. Um, just watched the fireworks. The, they, they ranked, actually... All three of those episodes, so 15, 16, 14, 15, 16, and 17, the three we just finished, they ranked as the highlights, okay. and then the season finale, they ranked mm. as the highlights, so. I can't wait for that. Yeah. So. Not I think we should do a ranking in our, when we finish. Oh, we like definitely will. The seasons. Um, but, and the season finale has Led Zeppelin playing, so this season, so like, of course mm. it's the greatest season, right? Of course. Of course. Um, so. With that being said, I look forward to talking to you guys next week. A lot of our listeners. 
Um, share the show with your friends. Don't forget to share us on Stitcher. We like to get your listen. Um, listen to our outro theme. Look out for our giveaway. And remember, we're so close. We're finishing season three. We have three more podcasts, and we're done with season three of One Trail, um, which is the last season there on the WB. So we'll see if there's a change when we get to season four. Yay. So let's ride it out. And I will say that I'm not the biggest fan of the next couple episodes, but the finale is amazing. Excited. All right. Thank you for listening to There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters. And, and it's this one. one. Please don't forget to send us your feedback and comments to there's only pod at gmail.com. Also, don't forget to find us on Facebook by searching for There's Only One Tree Hill Podcast That Matters so you can stay up to date on all of the One Tree Hill news. Also, follow us on Twitter at OnlyOTHPod. All of our info, every one of our podcasts, and our link to our crowdfunding campaign where you can win prizes can be found at there's only oth.podbean.com. You can follow me, Winston Mize, on Twitter at CapesideRedemption and at SlowTV.com, author code WM, where I review shows such as iZombie and Legends of Tomorrow. And you can follow my positivity journey on Facebook at Inspired by Jimmy L. Also, while you're downloading music from this episode on iTunes, please stop by and leave us a rating or, or a review. As you know, ball may be life, but podcasting ain't cheap. We do this in our spare time for other super fans like us, and your ratings and reviews really help us out. So please don't be afraid to comment wherever you like on any platform. <laughs> you know what? We've said this uh, time and time again. And I bet no one is probably even paying attention. You know what? That's true. People always leave <laughs> before the plug. <laughs> well, you know what? The joke's on you because you both wasted your time reciting all this. Uh, until until next time. time. Bye. Bye.